Herzlich willkommen. Du hast es zu harte Scheiße geschafft. The podcast that puts your first world problems into perspective. German. Yes. Yes. Good yes. job. That's, that was... I still don't know why you're doing that, but I actually I, am, I, I'm looking forward to it. I know I, it's a gimmick. I, I've already determined I'm going to run out pretty quickly. And Well, yeah, because there's only, <laughs> what, a handful of languages. Well, not just that, but the ones that I've tried to, you know, there's some like uh, like Arabic and things like that. Those are really hard if you yeah. have no dialect for it. No, well, yeah, if you didn't grow up. I have this poor Indian man, one mm -hmm. of my stories today, that I will butcher the fuck out of his name. All I'm right. already planning on it. Oh. I don't have any languages, but uh, was it Friday? Um, Mandy and I were practicing our Australian accents. Oh, I bet that was entertaining. It was entertaining because neither <laughs> one of us can do it. But the premise was... It was, uh, we're hey, in the mate, kitchen, she's kangaroo. Well, yeah, because all I can start with is, <laughs> you, mate. G'day, mate. <laughs> but it's kind of English, because we were talking about, like, what if uh, Mel Gibson had pitched The Passion of the Christ mm -hmm. with his native Australian accent, how fun that would have been. <laughs> so we both tried doing it. Uh, yeah. yeah. That would have been good. So, well, you've made it to soft serve. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. Yeah. April 2021. Did uh, we do, this is our second one in April. Because I wrote my notes to soft serve April. Did we do one at the beginning of April? We had a regular episode. Okay. Uh, taxes. Because it was April, tax month. Remember that whole thing? Mm. Had an entire episode? Yeah, I forgot about it until about my mom taxes. texted me today and said she really enjoyed it. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, so, so we got some good, what, this is soft served. Yeah, this the is fun, positive side pussies, stories. So yeah. on and so forth. Yep. Positive stuff. It is. People it, who can't handle are fucking hard. Hard. Regular Gritty. show. Regular show, Next correct. Show. Uh, yeah, April's here. Spring has sprung. Kind All that of. bullshit. Uh, yeah, considering it was snowing a few days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, other than that, uh, the better days usually outnumber the shittier ones. So weather-wise, anyway. Got the flowers blooming and all that happy horse shit. But April also brings April Fool's Day, which I will say as an adult is more annoying because every online article and new product or event that's released is bullshit. To yes. get you, oh, my God, that's ha-ha. But I, it, I get it. It's kind of fun either way. But It's not fun. I went to the doctor. I got duped. On, uh, yeah. No, I didn't get Well, I went to the doctor on, seriously, on April On Fool's April 1st? Day. I didn't think about it until, like, the day before. Because I'm, I'm not going to go to the doctor anyway. I'm terrified of going to the doctor. What a fucking day to be a doctor, though. Can you imagine? You're like, fucking with me, Doc, like, right? Like You've got cancer. Like, I'll fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> so she said that I was actually in really great shape, uh, and I oh. questioned that. Oh, did you? Because it's not the <laughs> diagnosis that I was expecting. Oh, man, you're just, you're, you're looking jacked. Christopher, what have you been doing? Uh, I, I think you're pulling my leg, Are you leg, flattering Doc? me? <laughs> It was uh, a very good experience. I got a new doctor. Oh, good. Very happy about it. I also got a new grill. Oh, yeah. Yes. Your, your teeth are just like diamonds. What? Yeah. Oh. Oh, now I'm a... Oh, I keep oh, my you're, you're, you're my gold teeth. grill. Stop looking at my teeth. <laughs> uh, oh, what else? April uh, Easter. We had Easter. Yeah. So if, if you celebrate the Christian holiday or if you just like bunnies and going into diabetic shock from Cadbury eggs, Either way, it's celebrate a it. great day. Yeah, celebrate your Easter how you I want. I was just telling Corey five minutes ago that Mandy bought me some Annie's bunnies, a whole bunk, a whole bag, no, a whole box of bags of them, mm -hmm. and I took them to lunch, and one bag was sealed with no Annie's bunnies in them. No, that, that was, was disappointing. A, that was an April Fool. 
No, I yeah, maybe. I guess <laughs> the guy in the plant's like, I'm gonna get yeah. this fucker as he seals up very, the empty very funny. <laughs> uh have you had anything positive happen this month? Absolutely. I've actually had a positive last few days. Really? Good. So I just list some few things that happened the last few days. Good. Do you have some positive things that have happened to you? Uh let's see, in the month. Yeah. Uh I mean Easter with the family, that's always nice. Free meal. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, that's we got what to, you got out of it. Got to hang out with some friends that we haven't seen in like a year. Oh yeah, that was nice. That was fun. I that like, was nice. Laughed my dick off. So uh, yeah, we still can't find it. I know. I, I couldn't really find it before anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it, it's been uh, it's it's been a fairly decent month. I mean, it's some bad shit, but don't let it get you down, man. I'm trying to be a little more. I told you a story yesterday about that hipster i saw in the parking lot <laughs> and that was yeah. a great example of like something to tell me to just chill the fuck out and leave people on set being a cynical asshole because you've already heard this but yeah. our 28 listeners haven't so i'm in the car at a hardware store and there's a kid there next to me windows down there's a mustache on the back window he's smoking a fucking pipe he's in his 30s <laughs> and i'm just i'm getting irritated and what were you doing i was pausing a dungeons and dragons podcast so that i could go into the hardware store to buy an axe that i was gonna throw at a target not a, not properly like nope. use it as so a tool. once i thought about it that way like all right all right yeah <laughs> okay that's Leave him alone. Yeah, I'm sure he's just fine. Maybe he was there buying axes, too. I did get to, let's see, a couple positive things last couple of days. I got to watch, oh, we started watching Demon Slayer Friday night. That was fun. Cool. Watching the anime with my wife. Um, oh, you know how hard this was for me not to tell you what I'm about to tell you in the last Does it? it oh, okay, I got to stop you. Does it involve pirates, dogs, or thinking in the shower? No. But the thinking in the shower reminded me of something. But I'll get back to that later. I was driving on the expressway on Friday, and I passed this girl in a Jeep. And I'm coming up alongside her. She had a bumper sticker on the back that said, I love farts. Really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. It was awesome. So I pulled up, and like I'm looking out the window. Did you roll roll your window down and give her a little sample? No, I just... (laughs) I thought maybe, I thought maybe that she would then look at me and I'd wave and there'd uh-huh. be this like exchange, you know, like uh, when bikers go by each other, yeah, and they, like, they put wave. their hands yeah, down, like put oh, I'm well. on a motorcycle, really, so am I. Like I like farts too, so I thought maybe there would be some like we could wave <laughs> at each other. There's a fart gang. Like, what do you do? Like wave your hand in front of your nose? Like, oh yeah, that'd be like, perfect. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's, just, that's the nose wave. <laughs> I gotta remember this is the audio. You can't see us doing this. Oh, but shit. she didn't even look at me. I think no. if you have a, a bumper sticker on your car that yeah. says, I love farts, and it said, I heart farts. Hey, maybe her shit don't stink. <laughs> hmm. Either way, it was disappointing. I thought maybe she'd wave. Uh, well, yeah, that's. I'm I'm sorry that kind of let you down, but that's still a fun sticker. That's a, uh, I have some other stuff, but we can wait. I was going to talk real quick on, for April, going to do a donation, and it'll be... Oh, that's right. We're good people now. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're, we're trying. We're people. Uh, the Tax Foundation, uh, which is a nonprofit. The IRS. No, they get they get enough money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Tax Foundation, it's a nonprofit that studies and reports on U.S. tax policy, and their mission is to, quote, improve lives through tax policy research and education that leads to greater economic growth and opportunity, unquote. That sounds That's good. That's what they said. So You'll have to write that down for me. What the, I'm going to donate, but probably not read a whole lot about it. 
that that thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. I trust your judgment. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sure. Well, and that's the thing with these donations too. They've just been coming. I've just been doing them from me. It's not like Don't like our them that. our show. Yeah. <laughs> I've been. Chris hasn't done <laughs> shit. He hasn't. He he's been taking money. I saw I, I saw him <laughs> kick over a Santa this past winter, ringing the bell for the Salvation Army. Knock it off! <laughs> you're you're driving me nuts. I can barely put a subserve episode today. I told you that the reason I was late today is because Mandy and I watched. Well, not even her. She was doing stuff. I watched too much Fixer Upper this morning, so I got behind. <laughs> Well, I, I like yesterday when I texted. Oh, yeah, two thirty is perfect. And then, it, <laughs> and then at one thirty, I get this text. Uh, we got a guy delivering our, uh, our raised raise, bed. raised gotta, flower gotta... bed coming. <laughs> it's like apparently I'm gonna be a little late. And I was really excited that I had an excuse for being late, and then forgot that Corey's my neighbor and that he watched. The I guy totally leave. watched the guy show up at like two o'clock. I was like, oh, he might be on time now. Nope. <laughs> no, you're you're ten. I got stuff late. to do. That's okay. We we're, we're here. We're happy. We're having I'm a good really time. Happy. I don't even. I don't even have to read the story. I just uh, you I just want to. I talk. just uh, have my headphones on. Chat and I want to just off. talk to you. I still think it's a good idea for you and I not to talk anymore unless we're recording. <laughs> Outside of recording. Yes, because I keep telling you things, and then we get here, and I can't say. Oh, it. Yeah, we stop. Like, oh, I'll save it for the story. Yeah, save so it for just, the show. Well, our, our recorded relationship is improving. It is, and, and our, our and our recorded relationship is. Starting dying. starting to falter a little bit. We do have some actual positive stories. There is a reason that yes. we're here today, and it's to tell you some good. Oh my! Oh, did you get a belch into the mic there? What <laughs> that happened? That was what? a hiccup. Oh, uh oh! You're gonna say, <laughs> I have some good news. <laughs> <laughs> we have some positive stories to tell you all today, and try and lift your mood a little bit. So yes. uh, I got a couple, Corey. I think you've got a couple. I have two. You, I believe you said you had three. Well, I have two. I wrote two out and a half. two. Okay. And then I've got one that I didn't have time because I was watching tabs? the Gaines family flip oh. some houses. Oh, okay. Well, they're not flipping them. They are kind of, They're I don't fixing know. them up. They're fixer-uppers. Yes. Our new sponsor, fixer-upper. No, they um, are not. They are not our sponsor. But if they want to, we're all right I with have it. a strong suspicion that the, the good folks at the fixer-upper. That can- Chip Gaines, though, I he must shit. Awful. You ever see what that he eats on that show? It's disgusting. You know this is coming from you, right? I've been doing pretty good lately. I've been eating, drinking a lot of protein shakes. <laughs> I saw a picture of your protein pancakes this morning. I had a hot dog and protein it, shake for lunch. It was very interesting looking. <laughs> I told Corey we finally had some healthy what a mix. Pan- a what? hot dog and a protein pa- like. Well, we had the we got the new grill, so we cooked hot dogs last night. Leftover hot dogs, so I had it with a protein shake, and it was. Did you, dunk, had, did you dunk it in the shit? No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I did, have to ask because we, I know your eating habits. We had healthy pancakes. I told you earlier uh, yes. that uh, yeah, I was all excited because I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> These pancakes are green. And Mandy's like, that's the kale. And I'm like, ugh. But then, <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. And boy, Mandy's going to listen to this, isn't she? Yeah. Shit. Um, oh, they but, were great, honey. They, they were, no, they were good. You cover them in peanut butter, chocolate chips. And maple syrup. That's how to that's how to make them healthy, right? Yeah. You put kale right. on them, it tastes like peanut butter. All right, I do have some stories. All right. Do you Start want me to start up. with one? Yeah, you can go. This first. one's a little longer than it should be. What? But what? Um, this was uh, this was really good, and it takes place in Philadelphia. So between last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, whenever yeah. we did the 
one where I was talking about the USS Philadelphia. Yeah. I've spelled Philadelphia so many times. You now I'm getting it, it right. For, you can yes. spell it from memory? Yes. Wow, good. Yeah. Yep, there's an A, uh-huh. not an I. There's an I, too. Either way. I always, Every time I hear it, I, all I can think of is the uh, old Lamb of God DVD when they played a live show in Philadelphia, and it was called Killadelphia. That's that's pretty metal. That's that's very metal. Yes. (laughs) Can we continue? Oh, I'm sorry. I got stuff to do today. So if we could make this quick. Uh, Okay, I apologize. I'm ruining your afternoon. Also, Uh, uh, these are very sweet stories. No bullshit. It's not some horse crap about Robin Hobbs Instagram. It's not about pirates. I got some real legit stories. So much so they're so sweet. Get a little teary just reading them. Mm -hmm. So in order to combat that. I have made very cynical titles for each of them. Okay. To kind of tamp the emotion down. Yes. So this first one uh, is a Philadelphia man risks the health and well-beings of hundreds of people in order to send his mother to Egypt. That sounds pretty... Uh, sounds so- awful, right? Pretty self-centered, yeah. It's not. Okay. Let's hear it. Philadelphia resident Dustin Vitale, 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 we'll call it. We're pretty good with names, so I'm sure you nailed it. There's an E at the end. Dustin Vitale, along with his wife Haley and their family and friends, decided to make the best of an awful and tragic diagnosis that Dustin's mother received this past year. Gloria Walker, Dustin's mom, did you hear this? I have not. Okay. Gloria Walker, Dustin's mom, and also a dietitian at a local hospital, or she's a not- in addition to her, but she's a dietitian. She I didn't prove okay. this. Um, uh, she was diagnosed with late-stage bladder cancer despite only being 56 years old. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, between the now terminal cancer and the pandemic, Gloria and her husband moved into the apartment in Dustin's basement and were essentially cut off from the world. With uh, limited time left with her family, Dustin asked his mom if there was one thing she'd like to do with the time that she has left, what would it be? Gloria said she'd like to go to Giza to see the pyramids. Okay. Uh, She'd wanted to see the pyramids for her whole life, ever since she was a little girl, but she never had the funds to do so. And it's always had an aversion to flying, which I totally get. I don't like to fly. I should dig out that picture of you flying. What? Breathing into the bag. Oh, yeah, in that puddle (laughs) jumper. That was horrible. It was great. I had a great time. I mean, that was an experience. We flew over Mount St. Helens. Nah, well, near it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that. I, I thought that was awesome. Anyway, now I lost my spot. Okay, so she doesn't like to fly. Doesn't like to fly. <laughs> All right, but after her diagnosis, however, Gloria was on board with making the trip, but only if her family could join her. She didn't want to go by herself. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, flying her family to Giza wasn't an endeavor that any of them could afford. Gloria's son, Dustin, estimated the trip would cost somewhere in the ballpark of $10,000, which probably makes yeah, sense for yeah, like, the old family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but instead of writing the trip off as just one lost dream and a life being cut short, Dustin and his family decided to do whatever they needed to to make Gloria's dream a reality. So just as any traveler to Egypt in time immemorial has done, Dustin would fund their trip using homemade Philly cheesesteaks. That's a lot of cheesesteaks. That's steak. a lot of cheesesteaks. All right. So it's no wonder that a Philly native is a big fan of cheesesteak, but Dustin really looks like the kind of guy that can house a fucking cheesesteak. Yeah. I'll show you a picture of him afterwards. Like a cheesesteak uh, pro. Huh? He looks like, yes. Uh, in fact, on a dare to eat uh, 100 Philly cheesesteaks in a year, he crushed the weak and paltry goal by crushing 192 cheesesteaks. Holy shit. Yes. It's a 
fucking man about it. What the hell's his cholesterol? I know. That was my one concern. Like, obviously, his mother's in poor health, and yeah. this guy's eating a lot of cheesecakes. Cheesecakes <laughs> like it's fucking. Uh, okay. So it's no surprise that he turned to these greasy hoagies the size of a toddler to make his mother's last wish come true. In addition to already sounding like a pretty cool dude, Dustin is also a history teacher at a local charter school. So that just left the weekends to start raising money for his mom's trip. Uh, meat and supplies were bought at a local Aldi's. I had to mention that for Mandy. Um, uh, yeah, you guys are <laughs> Aldi or die. Yes. Uh, I don't want to go into a store where the shelves aren't cardboard. Just saying that right now. <laughs> where they aren't pallets yeah. and boxes. <laughs> haphazardly stacked on each other. <laughs> they got good stuff there for... <laughs> they do. I like Aldi's, yes. Okay. So, uh, meat and supplies were bought at local uh, Aldi's, and uh, Dustin and the fam would start baking homemade rolls for the sandwiches at 4 in the morning on weekends. Ooh. Yeah. For 15 bucks, you'd walk away from Dustin's porch with a homemade cheesesteak sandwich stuffed with a pound of ooey-gooey, heart-stopping meat and a fishbowl helping a waffle fries covering all that steaming meat and peppers like a blanket made out of salt and smiles and sunshine. I was hungry when I was writing this. This was before sounds lunch. It. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sounds it. Uh, the cheesesteak Sammy sales were going well enough, but it was definitely slow going. That is, until a local award-winning chef caught wind of Dustin's inevitable Instagram posts and came to try a sandwich for himself. Michael Solomonov, the chef, um, was blown away by the hoagies and the story behind them and took to Instagram himself to sing his praises. His, you know, Dustin's praises. Like I said, I didn't proofread this. Uh, after his glowing endorsement, sings his own praise. It's like <laughs> I'm the best. I just ate a sub, but I gotta tell you like, about me. Yes. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make you it can. about me. All right. So after his glowing endorsement, sales exploded, and Dustin and his family ran out of space to keep up with demand. While scrambling to find a solution, a local food truck owner offered to lend the family his mobile kitchen, and the scrappy entrepreneurs took him up on the offer. Now armed with the space needed to feed the hungry masses of Philadelphia, spelled correctly, I'll show you. Uh, You don't have to. I'm good. Okay. All right. Keep going. You're doing good. Now armed with the space needed to feed the hungry masses of Philadelphia, Dustin and his crew not only met their original goal of $10,000, but blew past it making a whopping $18,000 in just six weeks. Damn. Selling homemade sandwiches. That's a lot of bread. Okay. Some serious I cheddar. I get it. Everybody gets it. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of the cheddar one. Yeah. But I'm not really good with jokes. I, the nacho. I'll, oh, you just learned that the nacho cheese joke? Yeah, never heard it. I heard that in like eighth grade. I know. I told my dad, and he'd heard it. <laughs> Either way, having surpassed their goal, Gloria and her family are set to make the trip to Giza later this year. Thanks to the I'm going to make it, don't fucking tell me that I won't attitude of her son and the rest of her family. In an interview with CBS News, Gloria's son Dustin was quoted as saying, if she would have asked to go to the moon, I would have made that happen as well. Isn't that sweet? That's very nice. That's very good. I got much more emotional at home reading this by myself than I am with you. Yes. But I, it's. I thought it was a I, very I'm gonna sweet I'm going to touch story. on that exact same uh, feeling later on in one of my stories, or part of one of my stories. I don't want to see you cry. Uh, you're not going to. Good. Okay. Your hair is too long to cry. Don't. <laughs> I tell you, the longer it gets, the crunchier I've been getting. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just getting soft. 
No, that was very good. It's, it's I ni- thought that was awesome. It's nice to hear something like that. You, know? you should see these fucking sandwiches. He's got pictures up, obviously. Look like your forearm. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, I'm, at first I'm like, $15. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, that's <laughs> cheap, fucker. Like, hey, this guy's trying to help us. Like, 15 Would like, you do I'm 12 <laughs> Trying to get my ailing mother to her last wish to go to Egypt. I'm like, uh, 10 maybe? <laughs> it's a, there's a giant sandwich, oh, you though. cheap fucker. Either yeah. way, that's good. No, yes. that's that's a good. Uh, good I thought tale. you liked that. I did. I enjoyed that. You got one. I do. I have a story. <clears throat> Here we go, and it goes a little something like this. Don't sing it, <laughs> little ditty about Chris and Corey. All right, Chris. Sitting in a bedroom telling stories. <laughs> Corey gonna be a podcast star. <laughs> Chris is going to wind up in the trunk of a car. Here we go. I warned I warned you I would sing a story. Oh, my God. That was great. Did you write that? I did. It came to me, uh, I think it's just the middle of the night. I, I Holy fuck. told the old lady that. I started singing it. And she's like, you need to put that in. Oh yeah! Holy shit! <laughs> Let's just end it right there. All right. <clears throat> but See you I guys do, next time. I do have. <laughs> I do have a real story. Let's hear Not it. just singing a uh, John Mellencamp cover to you. I like that. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. I like the part about you in the trunk of the car. All right. <laughs> All right. Here Can we, we go. move on? Yes. All right. Christopher, All I right. want I want you to return to your days of high stakes hustle and bustle. As you traverse the fast-paced world of high-end fine dining, big tips and bigger egos was the name of the game. Or was it just you bussing tables at a local restaurant for hungover college kids and grumpy volunteer firemen? That sounds more likely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Either way, I'm guessing you understood very well how the jobs that came with working in a restaurant mostly sucked ass. Yes, you had to hide the wine coolers you were <clears throat> drinking behind the salad bar. Why? Were you underage or something? continue (laughs) you're pleading the fifth there (laughs) so to give our last episode um on taxes an honorable mention waiters and waitresses usually closest it'll ever come to an award (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's very true (laughs) waiters and waitresses usually get one thing that helps them deal with the sometimes crappy job of being a server and that one thing comes in the form of tips most of those tips being in cash far from the prying eyes of uncle sam but being on your feet for hours at a time, trying to appease mouthy wine-drunk housewives and hangry tweens is quite the challenge, to say the least. So today's story is more of a collection of stories from servers in the past few months who have got their years of service repaid to them in a big way. <clears throat> now, to be a server this past year has been substantially worse due to COVID restrictions limiting people in restaurants. It would suck anyway. Oh, yeah. Like Always everything. tip your waitresses and waiters. In don't the, be a shit Yeah, deal. in the U.S. That's a big... Uh, that is a job that I don't envy. Yeah. No, no. Like, even at high-end places where you do get good tips... Not necessarily. Well, you, you'd think you would get good... <laughs> you would good think t- so. Yeah. That's a lot of bigger egos and assholes there, but... And all the folks who work in the food industry have felt the burn when it comes to getting work and regular income. Seeing this, several different groups have started a huge movement of tipping challenges that has been going viral across the country. The challenge goes as follows. 
A patron will go on to tip their waiter or waitress a larger amount of money than the total of the check itself. This will then get posted to social media, challenging others to beat that tip amount in hopes that the good deed continues for other servers across the U.S. It started, it actually started, I think, in uh, 2020. I think Mark Wahlberg or someone did it. I don't know. But it started as that, and it's just gone on since then. So, so you're only supposed to tip at a Wahlburgers? Uh, no. Have you ever been to a Wahlburgers? No, I haven't been to a Wahlburgers. One of the Wahlbergs was involved with this. Probably Casey. <clears throat> I don't Is know. Is that Affleck? <clears throat> Casey Affleck, yes. He's not, not a Wahlberg. He's not one. <laughs> Casey Wahlberg. <laughs> All right, I'm All sorry. Right. Uh, <laughs> one waitress, not Casey Wahlberg. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> one waitress by the name of Becky Beer. Yes, that's her real name. <laughs> I, I know, right? Who had been a server at the J.W. Fillmore Family Restaurant in Petoskey, Michigan, for over 10 years received quite the New Year's surprise this past December when a customer who was paying for a $44 to-go order left Becky a $2,021 tip Holy to, shit! to ring in the New Year. Uh, Becky stated that she was extremely thankful and intended to put part of her tip forward and pay some of it towards a family foundation in honor of her recently deceased uncle. But Becky isn't the only one getting in on the good fortune. Last February, Kimberly Fillion, Filan? I'm sure I butchered. It's probably Fillion. Uh, probably. Probably Nathan Fillion. Uh, probably no relation. Okay. But Kimberly Fillion. A single mom and waitress for six years at Kirby's Sports Grill in Juneau Beach, Florida, was working her regular shift when she received not one, but two massive tips from restaurant goers on separate things. Uh, the first tip was for $1,300, and the second was for $1,500. Holy fuck. Netting a cool 2800 bucks. <clears throat> she went on to go share the good fortune with her coworkers, who had been struggling financially during the pandemic. Just passed, paying it on. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah, to get in a night? Hell yeah. And it's definitely not anything to do with Nathan Fillion, because he would not uh, get a waitress pregnant okay, and then leave her. Okay. Just saying. He seems like a stand-up guy. All right. Possibly. <laughs> now let's head north to the Glenwood Brewery in New Jersey, where due to COVID restrictions and limited seating, patrons were being asked to leave after 90 minutes in the brew pub. Well, one poopy pants ass clown decided that they didn't like that policy and instead of doing a tip challenge, decided to write this on the receipt. Quote, I'm sorry the server gets screwed on this, but don't kick paying customers out after 90 minutes. Unquote. And they left a $0 tip for a twist of the knife. Well, a picture of that receipt made it to social media where people quickly came together and raised funds for the server to the tune of 1700 bucks. Holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. What a scumbag. Mm, right? Fuck you if you're listening. Yeah, the, the server whose or name... keep listening. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> the server whose name, uh, whose name is Beth was beyond grateful, saying that she would split the tip with her coworkers and donate some to her community. So just like we all learned in the movie Waiting with uh, Ryan Reynolds, the old saying holds true to this one. Don't fuck with people who handle your food. And I'll add to that uh, because they will post online that you are being a fuckhead and actual nice people will reward me for dealing with your shit. The end. That's awesome. So, it was nice to hear about that. I, I, You know, you occasionally hear about a, a waitress getting a huge tip yep. or something. Apparently there's uh, like a, a movement viral sort of thing challenge going on with that. Good. Which is good, I think. There are some good things that have happened from this year. That's What wasn't that? 
was it? Oh, God damn it. It wasn't while you were sleeping. <clears throat> it could happen to you. That's what it was. Remember the movie where I uh, was at? Ah, uh, shit. I, Sick. Uh, I am drawing a huge Jack blank. Nicholson. Jack Black. <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage, he won the lottery and he split it with that waitress. Uh, I never saw it. It's I kind of the same thing. There's kind of, I mean, it's not Nathan Fillion. Maybe next off serve, you can do that story. Or Betty Beer. What was her name? You're gonna pick on and oh, I'm not. No, yes. that's a, that's actually a very sweet story, and mm. I I wholeheartedly agree. Tip your waitresses, tip your waiters, yeah, because they got it. They, I mean, yeah, they, they get they get paid under what? Well, there's a different wage for yeah. They're not making that employees. much money, although the good ones are doing well. But yeah. especially this past year, yeah, there yeah. hasn't been a lot. Yeah, tip. a lot going on. Don't be cheap, like Corey, like me. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> you sure about that statement? All right, I'm a little frugal. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I, yeah me either. So. <clears throat> so that's my first story. I've got another one. I would like to hear it. Okay. It's not as long as the first one. Let's turn the microphone so that everybody can hear me. And I should have scrolled down while you were talking, but instead I was listening. Oh, like I was scrolling as I read my story? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in keeping with very cynical ti- <laughs> very cynical titles yeah. for some sweet stories, the second one, and I had a lot of trouble trying to find something cynical about this, is um, Indian railway worker manhandles child. Wow. That, yeah. that sounds, well, sounds you know, pretty really, bad. You are just taking a page from like mainstream news uh, headline. Oh, yeah, writing. I guess. You could probably get a job at Fox or CNN. I'm sure you could. It's like, I won't believe what happened. Or the fucking Weather Channel, where it's the end of the goddamn <laughs> world every day. Jeez. We have a weather event coming in. Like start The weatherman's keep... wearing that yeah. he's got the end is nigh sign that he's pointing at the fucking clouds. Cue with the music. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Wait, what is that? Special victims? <laughs> Law and Fuck order? the Weather <laughs> Channel. <laughs> Actually, probably the weatherman from the Weather Channel has been on Special Victims Unit. <laughs> Everybody's been on that show. I've been on that show. As All a right. victim? I'm... <laughs> All right. Go on. This is supposed to be a short episode. All right. You ready? It never is. So here we go. Indian railway worker. <laughs> Hang on. Let's right. try again. All right. All right. I'll start the music. Welcome back to the Weather Channel. We have a... <laughs> you can't even get this out. Indian railway worker manhandles child. All right, ready? So, yeah, come on. A CCTV video was released only. This actually did just happen a couple days ago. Um, A CCTV video was released only a couple days ago from an Indian railway station near Mumbai, showing the heroic and selfless rescue of a child. Did you hear about this? Mm -mm. It's crazy. the uh, heroic and selfless rescue of a child who fell off of the train platform and onto the tracks with a train only seconds away bearing down on him. And I will show you this video afterward. Ooh. It's fucking crazy. Kind of a butthole pucker. Yes. Ooh. So anyway, uh, the child tried to pull himself back up onto the platform, but it was too small. His mother was not only overburdened by what she was carrying, but is also visually impaired. Uh, and in the video, you can see her struggle to try and get to her child. Like You can see that she can't see. Can't see it. Fucking kids on the track. Uh, then, at nearly the last instant, railway worker, and I'm going to butcher this, uh, Meyer Schalk? Uh, yeah. 
My Mayur Shelke. M A Y U R. Mayur. We're just gonna call him Mayor Shelk. Mayor Shelk. Because I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Sounds his name. like he's the mayor of good deeds at the moment. Oh, he's fantastic. So then, at nearly the last instant, railway worker Mayor Shelk uh, comes sprinting down the track, grabs the boy, and hauls him up onto the platform. Then climbs out of the way of the train himself, missing like he almost got smoked full on by like he missed this train by a split second. Like, Ugh. and it's not like a slow train. Oh no, they go cranking through those stations. <clears throat> Meyer Schelk, himself a new father, didn't even mention his actions to his wife, uh, not wanting her to worry for his oh. safety. <laughs> Makes national news. Yes. Yeah. Eventually, though, the video was released, leading to an interview with Meyer, uh, where he was quoted as saying. Uh, my child is the apple of my eye. So must that boy in peril have been to his parents. I just felt something stir within me, and I rushed without thinking twice. And Meyer's selflessness doesn't end there. Hmm. <clears throat> the Ministry of, Rail- of Railways recognized him as a hero and gave Meyer a reward of 50,000 rupees, which is Indian money. I know. Not Hyrulean like eight money. eight grand? No. But I always thought it was made up for Zelda. But it's right, not. R- rupees? Yes. Yeah, rupees, Indian money. Okay. <laughs> now he clarified that. Um, however, after learning that the, the young child whose life he saved and the boy's mother were financially strapped, he split the reward with them. Oh, good. Yep. That's nice. He is quoted as, as saying, um, I'll give half of the amount given to me as a token of appreciation for that child's welfare and education. I came to know that his family isn't financially strong. Wow, that is really nice. I'm telling you, like, that one just, I mean, it, it's improved my day today, reading about <clears> that. <throat> it's just, yeah, can you, uh, wait till you see this thing. Everybody, look it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just put in, like, Indian railway worker saves child or something like that. That'll pop up. Yeah, don't put manhandles child. <laughs> you don't want to see no. that. No, no, no. It'll just be the news. Yeah. <laughs> Just be the fucking regular but news. I well, I also so yeah. But when I first saw like fifty thousand rupees, like holy shit, it's about six hundred and sixty-five dollars. Oh, that's it. Yeah, but still, oh, like I, I mean, they have no fucking money. Yeah, and like this guy does. Yeah, three hundred. He bucks risks would, his life yeah. to save a kid without even thinking about it, and then he's the rewarded just for an add-on, and he gives yeah. half of it to this kid so he can go to school. Yeah, good. I mean, Fuck good yeah, all that's around. Good. Yes, that's why it was really difficult to come up with a cynical title for that. Yeah, it's like we we talked about this a little bit yesterday in researching these stories, especially with the soft serves. You know, if your week's going a little crappy, like start of my week was kind of rough. I managed to stab myself with a screw at work and do a bunch of other dumb shit. I should try it again. No, I don't know. I was just, <laughs> just having a rough go. It, it, it was it was compounding for a little bit. And then you start researching this. It's like, you do not fucking have it. Like, just nope. appreciate what you got and, you know, don't fucking. I, I do. I really do try to do that. But, you know, it's nice doing this. And it's nice to share it with everyone in hopes that all of our tens of listeners feel the same. Yes, it is helping. I feel better because I had a shit garbage fuck week, kind of. Mm-hmm. But then, like, reading some of the stuff this week, I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's not that bad. And that, so, that's a good segue to the beginning <clears throat> of my story. Oh, that's right. You I have, have another one. I have a second story. Let's hear it. All right. So I was going to tell you a story about a handicapped YouTuber in Romania who got his wish granted by getting to do a ride-along vlog in a Lamborghini with another YouTuber. And I seriously couldn't get through the video without tearing up every time. 
It's such a heartbreaking and heartwarming story. All I'll ask for you to do is to go watch it for yourself. Okay. Uh, go YouTube. Um, it's The Little Giant in Lamborghini. And I'm writing that down. Yeah. And it, it's it's uh, it's not dubbed. It's uh, captioned because I believe they're speaking Romanian. And it's this handicapped kid who's got like a cerebral palsy type disease. Okay. So, and he always just wanted to ride in a Lamborghini. And it's just, it's really difficult to get through. That kid's life fucking sucked. Like for a long time. So uh, give it a shot. All right. I'm going to watch do. that. <laughs> okay. I want to see how you do. So. Because so, you mentioned something the other day that you couldn't talk I about couldn't. on like, here. I couldn't. Like, I wanted to do a full story about a write-up, and it's about a 20-minute video, and he starts talking about, you know, when he was born and how he was treated as a child and, like, everything that went on. And, like, it's just, you know, but I said it's heartwarming, too, because, like, he started to get a YouTube following and things like that. So it's nice. But, I will uh, check that out. Everybody check that out. Yes. It's uh, The Little Giant in Lamborghini. I wrote it down. Mm. Okay. So instead of listening to me half blubber through a story. We don't want to listen to Corey cry with that hair. I <laughs> Knocking my hair. <laughs> Just hating on it. <laughs> so instead of listening to me half blubber through a story, I'm going to talk about scam baiters. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. I know what that is. Yeah. The phone rings and your heart stops. Hello? You, you read the screen. Potential spam risk. So you ignore the call. Problem solved. But unfortunately, not everyone is as lucky to avoid the scam that easily. And the biggest demographic to be affected by these types of calls are the elderly. Every year, almost 56 million Americans get duped out of their hard-earned money by robocalls and online support scams from overseas. You'd think them being that old, they'd learn by now. Well, they're pretty <laughs> clever, some of them. Uh, and this happens to be in the tune of billions of dollars. Yes, billions with a B, yearly. Those snakes Jesus. will drain the life savings and retirements from good people. Huh. But luckily... There are several agencies across the world zeroing in on and shutting down these criminal call centers. And these agencies have been getting help from a growing number of internet hacker vigilantes known as scam baiters. Scam baiters will get in contact with the scam caller and act like an elderly or uninformed person, then proceed to play along with their little shithead scam. Uh, do you know what they do? Like, they'll call and say, you know, we, we have money for you. You need to log on. And they, they pretty much set up a virtual computer with the other one so they can control their computer. Oh, okay. They'll botch their bank accounts and make them send them actual money, like mail them money. Who the fuck does that? <clears throat> a bunch of fuckheads. Because that's actually a fair amount of effort to put into they something. They put like in a lot. just put in effort toward doing something decent or getting a job. Yeah, but they, they will also get tens of thousands of dollars at a time if they pull the scam off right. <clears throat> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yep. So, let's see. Where the fuck was I? If you're a spammer, fuck you. Yeah, right? Don't listen to our show. So, they then proceed to play along with the shithead scam. While at the... Uh, where the fuck am I? <laughs> I <laughs> you totally, see what it's I, like? I know. I do it all the time. That's all right, pr- yes. So, the scam baiter will get in contact with the scam caller and act like an elderly or uninformed person, then proceed to play along with their scam. While at the same time hacking the scammer's computer... Uh, where they will then destroy files, install viruses, and crash systems, 
all while acting like an old lady. That's awesome. Yes, it really is quite gratifying and hilarious to watch. These scam baiters will also work with law enforcement to target these rogue call centers. It really is a breath of fresh air knowing that there are white hat hackers in the world paying it forward by fucking over scammer scumbags. And if you would like to see some of these guys in action, check out Kit Boga, uh, Scam Baiter, Scammer Payback, and Jim Browning. How do you spell Boda? Uh, Chip Boga. Chip. Or, or no, Kit Boga. Boga. B-O-G-A. Uh, all of these guys have Twitch and YouTube accounts, so there is no shortage of priceless content to watch. And recently, you know Mark Rober? He's a big YouTube guy. He, oh, he He's, didn't win American Idol. No. No, no, he's a former NASA engineer. He does like engineering fun videos okay. online. Well, he had a collaboration with, uh, I believe, Scammer Payback, and they uh, they did a video where they mailed scammers this high tech glitter bomb that he made, and they record everything. They had cops involved. It was awesome. It's a really good video. It's a must see. Okay, I gotta check this out. So yes, there's quite a growing number of people going after the scammers themselves going after the they will hack the actual scammers computer and send them a picture of themselves and be like sure this isn't you and you hear them on the phone freaking out and everyone in the call center is freaking out and then all their files are fucking gone and everything it's great that's awesome yeah so they're doing this from call centers in india yeah oh okay yeah like giant call centers and they're illegal there but they still set them up and they are illegal I believe so, yeah. Their law enforcement over there hates them, too. Huh. Yeah. Well, don't get upset at Indian people, because we always have Mayor Shelk, who's saving kids. We do. He probably doesn't work at a call center trying I to doubt scam he seems like a grandparents guy. out of their money. Well, I, yeah, I don't know shit about scammers, so that, but I, that sounds like a shit ton of fun to watch. Uh-huh. It's very entertaining. I'm probably going to watch that instead of Fixer Upper <laughs> when we get done. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. I thought you'd like to hear about that, I, so... I get, I mean, the spam thing will come up on my phone, mm-hmm. and then I I don't... Just ignore I, I, it. Is it always a spam, though? I mean, no. could it just be a number that like you don't recognize and it comes up as spam? I think if there's anything automated. I know oh, sometimes like if, you're, like if your dentist or doctor calls with an automated appointment, it might throw that as a, a scam or a spam. I missed three video calls from a number I didn't recognize the other day, and I was too scared to answer because I didn't know. I didn't want anybody to look at me, <laughs> and I didn't want to know. I didn't know what I was going to see if I answered. You have, you have that cutout of our uh, another friend of ours on your fridge of his face. You should hold that up and answer. Which friend? It says the the hat with the same vagina forever hat. Oh! <laughs> From, from his bachelor party. I fucking called him the other day. He didn't even answer. We can talk about this after the show. <laughs> yeah. I got to stop yelling. I got to back off if I'm going to yell. Yeah. You don't need to clip the audio. I'm going to spam that kid that I'm not going to say what his name is. <laughs> Actually, if you're listening. Thanks. We've got some relish for you. So if you'd answer your fucking phone, I'd drop the relish off. That's it. Oh, trade for the, the syrup. Maple syrup. Yes. Well, that's great. I have one story left, but I didn't write it down. You said you had some tabs open, so this I was just. I, I like when you shoot from the hip. Let's see what you got. Oh, Jesus Christ! So it means I just have to read something that somebody you're else. Just gonna, wrote. You're gonna read something verbatim. We're just gonna start on the page here. Buick, all new in vision, designed to make every drive an occasion. Chris, Chris, that's, what? that's an advertisement. Oh, uh, that's not the story. I, I see your 
your computer if is I say all that, advertisements. If I, if I say I can tell you've been looking for a new car, by the way. I know that's all it is. <laughs> I have been car shopping. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been all right. Yeah, I, I haven't bought a car yet. I, yeah. I bought a grill. Yeah. So yeah, you, now you I just would need think, the rest of the car. gold and diamonds in your mouth would be a little uh, less all know, right. important. Don't a, look a at my mouth. All right, so uh, this is <laughs> this is all right. So I'm just gonna try and read this. This was uh, where the hell was this? Um, a guy who owns is a Diablo Southwest Grill. You know what? Where the hell is it? Augusta, Georgia. Okay. So this is kind of a cool story. Um, I know that a lot of people like somebody wrongs you, mm-hmm. and I am included in this. I got upset at that hipster for no reason yesterday. But somebody wrongs you, you typically get. Did you hear about this? I might have heard this, but go on. Um, get very angry, mm-hmm. like immediately. Pay, payback time. Yes. Yeah. Um, go so, rip that this, hipster's this, mustache <laughs> right off and snuff out his pipe in the parking lot. He wasn't doing anything wrong. Dump I out, was being an asshole. Dump out his IPA. <laughs> Shouldn't be having this while you drive, pal. That's a, I wanna, I, real quick. I love that ninety-minute. Limit at a bar because I know, like, 15 years ago, if somebody, if we went to a bar and someone's like, Boys, you got 90 minutes, we would get fucked up in 90 minutes. Line them up. I would just, (laughs) yep. Is that a challenge, sir? You don't think I can get drunk in 90 minutes? I'll I'll show you. I'm drunk right now. (laughs) Um, Anyway. So this this was a, a restaurant in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, but yeah, this is an example of somebody who could have gotten very upset and instead um, kind of reached out like an olive branch and tried to do something good. Okay. Um, let's see. So the Carl Wallace was the owner of this restaurant, Diablo Southwest Grill, which sounds like a place that I would eat at and regret. Then go a few home hours later quickly. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, it was caught on camera. You couldn't see the guy's face, but uh, this guy broke into this grill um, and stole the cash register. Um, yeah, he threw a brick through the window. I'll show you. You can look at the pictures. Yeah, I, I, it's just glass all over the place. Um, just a big fucking mess. So this, this interview with this Carl, and it was Easter weekend, too, mm-hmm. talking about, like, you know, his first thought was – Fuck this guy and like yeah. just really upset and all strangle that. Strangle you. So instead of trying to track the man down um, to press charges, and I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if you're robbing a Southwest Grill, you're probably not in great shape anyway. Financially, you probably well. got Yeah, things might have something good. going on. Uh, so instead, he uh, he reached out um, on something on the internet. See, you can. This is why I write stuff down. Mm-hmm. So instead of uh, yeah, trying to press, charges, I would say social media. That must be it. I've been on that site, uh, <laughs> socialmedia.com. So in an interview, uh, he says, you know, it really kind of occurred to me that is uh, it's, it's Easter weekend, and to just extend an olive branch, he explained, um, you know, extend the layer of forgiveness, forgiveness and kindness, and give the would-be robber because he didn't actually get into the register, mm-hmm. just made a fucking mess. Um, give him some redemption in a different path. So he posted this instead. Um, Our burritos are such a smash hit, we've got people breaking in at 4 a.m. for their fix. So if you see our door looking hurricane fabulous at Wheeler Road, this is why. To the would-be robber who is clearly struggling with life decisions or having money issues, please swing by for a job application. 
there are better opportunities out there than this path you've chosen. My personal sell is, then he gives his cell phone number, Yeah. Um, no police, no questions. Let's sit down and talk about how we can help you and fix the road you're on. Sincerely, Carl. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yes. I don't think the guy actually got back to him, but I mean, <laughs> hey- He's taking the high road. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And good. that's and, and especially you know there's a lot of trash on the internet, but when uh-huh. something like that makes it on, you people see that. It, I think that that can have a very positive. I agree. I mean, people are going to think about that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to think about it the next time I see a hipster somewhere. Yeah, breaking into a, a store to steal yeah, burritos. Yeah. Yeah. Next time I see a hipster breaking into a Chipotle, I'm like, hey, you, come over here. I'll give you a job. <laughs> You won't like it. This is the pay is horrible, <laughs> and you'll feel degraded. <laughs> what kind of job are you offering him? I need a research assistant for this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, no one's making any money on that. All right, uh, that's my last story. Good, good. I liked it. That was good. Yeah, I should have wrote that one out. I didn't have time. I was watching. Oh, speaking of fix, fixer upper, tell me if this is a bad idea. Yeah, boy. You know, at the end of Fixer Upper, when they've got the picture of the old house in front of the, the house that they and fixed, they split it in they two, split it apart, yeah. and everybody's like, this is the best. Uh-huh. What if we just did that day to day, just for like, whatever, everything? Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Like, you come home, and there's just like, there's the kitchen, and there's a picture of Mandy making pizza. Yeah. What's behind it? And then you open it up. That it's Mandy making pizza, and then I get real excited, and those two people go <laughs> or home. Or it's worse than the picture. Like, do you remember this? And it's, you know, Mandy making pizza. <laughs> and we move it, and, like, Mandy's not even there. And there's, like, a frozen TV dinner sitting and on the counter. there's a note saying, I'm leaving you. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> Cook your own fucking dinner. <laughs> I wouldn't last uh, a day. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not your wife. You would have been cannon fodder years ago. <laughs> I'm fucking useless on my own. <laughs> Did we cover everything? I got my two stories out. You got three. So we're we're doing good. Actually. I win. Time-wise, wow. We're doing pretty good time-wise. So. Were you over or under? No, we're still under an hour. Doing good. I have one more television. <clears throat> well, I guess this is the only one that I've put up today. Uh, t- tell me if you think this is a good... I shouldn't be pitching it to you. I should be pitching it to Bravo. Okay. Have you started watching Below Deck yet? No, I have not. <laughs> I probably won't watch. What is the full title of it? It's Below Deck something. It's so- just Below Deck. Then there's Below Deck Sailing Yacht. There's Below Deck Mediterranean. Okay. Maybe it's just Below Deck Mediterranean and then Below Deck Sailing Yacht. But we were watching Below Deck Sailing Yacht the other day, <laughs> and there are some particularly horrible guests I mean horrible. Like, I got upset for these poor people. And, wow. like, some of the crew, they're not always the best. But you can, like, you know, like, talk about trying to, like, keep your cool. Yeah. So like, Trying to take the high road with someone like that is almost impossible. Yeah. Overly pretentious this man, asshole. If you're listening, you know what I'm talking about because you married. I'm sure he you. married his daughter's ex-boyfriend. What? He's a dick. What? What? Yes. So it was him, his daughter, his son, and he married his daughter's ex-boyfriend, and he brought two of his own. So it's this real fucked up thing. And, Sounds it. Uh, he was just a jerk. Sounds like some Jerry Springer except with money. I know, but they have a lot of money. He was a fucking asshole. So I came up with an idea. It would be like, a, I guess, a spinoff series for Below Deck. Mm-hmm. You ready? 
Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, at least I'm notebook. excited. I'm gonna call it below dirt. Below dirt. Yes. So what it is is we take some of the worst guests that have ever been on Below Deck. Mm-hmm. Put them in a mine. No, uh. we get the crews back that they like were jerks to. Yeah. And then the crew murders all the guests. Whoa. And then buries them, and they have to get away with it. That got dark. I know. You took that <laughs> you took that down a dark road. I thought like maybe throw them in a shitty mine in a third world country where they got to go like mine potassium oh, or like, something like you know, learn humble something them a little bit like nope. it's straight up kill them. Oh. Be below <laughs> below dirt. So here's the whole thing. Below dirt sailing yacht escape. Huh? <laughs> sure. That's great. It's that or uh-huh. the, the podcast was another one, and I know it sounds like a marijuana podcast. Is it gardening? No, it was supposed to be a podcast where I review public restrooms. Like, oh, like the pot. Going yeah, in the pot. Yeah, and that way you know if you're traveling. The sad part is, I believe you have pitched this probably a decade ago. It was a book. Oh, that's then, right. It was yes. yeah. I wasn't that in a podcast a decade ago. Then we were gonna do an app. We were gonna rate public bathrooms. Yes. 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 Does anyone do that? I don't know. If you, if there hasn't, you could. that would be a good one. Don't take our ideas. <laughs> Give us credit. Copyright right I there. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, wait, get wait, on, wait. yeah, get on your public shitter app and be like, do not stop at this truck stop. It is wretched. Yes, don't you go know? to You the, could post pictures. <laughs> Johnny oh. Rockets in fucking Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> that poor, poor oh, fucker. Oh, God. <sighs> um. Yeah, so that was. Uh, I think I pretty much covered all the horse shit that I wanted to talk about. I didn't. I, you know, one thing. I, I'm blown away. No pirates. Good. I'm. I'm impressed. I know. Somebody are, are you getting off the pirate kick? No. Well, I. So I still haven't picked up my next <clears throat> book, um, because it's an hour away. Because I'm buying it impractically from a bookstore that's nowhere near my house. Um, well, good for you. I yeah, but I'm kudos. trying to buy stuff from local bookstores. Uh, but as far as remembering stuff, this is the last thing I have to say. Can I say one more thing? Say whatever the hell you want. Um, I was reading a book called I'm reading a book called Ghostland. It's all about like American history stuff, but like through ghost stories. Mm-hmm. He's talking about like ghosts being like, you know, memories of history and this and that and like all that shit. But he's talking about uh, a memory palace. You ever heard of this? I have not. Okay, so you ever watch Sherlock? No, you keep telling me to. So the third season of Sherlock, there's a mind palace. So what it is, is in order to remember things, because I can't remember anything. I mean, look at this fucking notebook. Wow. Yeah, I highlighted it. Uh, <laughs> you have you create a house, essentially, in your mind. Uh-huh. Different rooms, all that crap. So then when you, you try- Oh, I can see when I look at you as a tent. Just a tent. No! <laughs> <laughs> Just a tent- the rip in the side it's well i am having a lot of difficulty so but i have no leg to stand on with memory my short-term memory is fucking garbage maybe you could try this okay so what you do is you you visualize a house or like a palace if you're really fucking smart and you got a lot of memories Mm -hmm. um and so when you have something you want to remember you visualize you visualize it as a physical object and then you put it into its specific room in your mind palace that way, when you try to remember it, mm-hmm. you walk in your head, you walk in, you go into the room, and then there's your memory. You see what I'm saying? That's a lot more. I, I I could see how that might help some people, but to me, it just seems like you're adding more things to remember. Like, if you have to associate, like, 
some talisman for whatever your that memory is like oh well this memory i'll think of you know a uh whatever french vase and then you put it in the room right then you might lose the vase yeah I see exactly you know what i'm saying it's like wait 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 what was there something with a french vase like you remembered that much of it yeah kind of like tying a string on your finger and then being like why did i tie why a string is there on my finger? <laughs> exactly I guess I could see how you... That's probably what I would end up doing. Well, I'm trying it this week. Have you had any luck? Well, so I've been watching a lot of Resident Evil Village videos, so <laughs> so, so my mind palace right now is just this creepy mansion. <laughs> and as far as I've gotten so far as, like, I've got the foyer, where I keep all, like, I remember where all my shoes and boots are and sandals. Yeah. And then I pretty much, like, I know... That's it? No, I've got a kitchen, and I know Mandy's there. <laughs> and then uh, i put I have, <laughs> I have a bathroom and that's where you are oh i'm in the i'm in the shit house yes that's so pretty good. much it's a mansion with a kitchen a bathroom and a spot for my sandals so far that, but i've just started working on it today. all right that's that's your dream home yeah. of memories yeah it's yeah. not a tent hopefully it doesn't turn into dream catcher oh that was a good one yeah not a great movie <laughs> Nah. That book was pretty good, though. Uh, I think I covered everything. That's it. I think we reached the end. We each, we're at the end of the episode. I'm done. That it? I'm done, too. I was going to do the Mel Gibson pitching Passion of the Christ in Australian, but I'll work on it, and I'll try it in another episode, because it's going to be pretty bad if I try it today. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Really work bad. on your accent a little bit more. Okay. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, at the beginning, uh, we have an Instagram it's at TS Podcast Official. If you want to see us over there in real life to see what we look like and be disappointed, you can see us there. <laughs> I mean, like, God, they are ugly. <laughs> we got to get a picture of us crying while we're reading these stories and then put them up. <laughs> sitting, sitting with Good News Network open on our on our computer, just tears rolling down our cheeks. I know that's a thing now, right? The ugly cry ugly meme. Ugly cry. <laughs> I've never looked at I've never, like... I oh, never looked at myself in the mirror if I when I'm crying. Just but bawling, like, like, I know after if I've had some tears afterwards, you look like, you like look, hell. Yes, yeah. you're all red faced. Just like, like God, that's what I look like afterward. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what, like like I someone look... took a cricket paddle to your face, just red, yeah. beet red, swollen. Uh, yeah, let's not do that. Okay, we'll have a fun picture up for this one. But so I believe that's it. We're at the end of this. We got our stories out uh, a couple weeks. Going to be into May. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we got our topic. Oh. Yeah, got our topic picked out. Not and all I'll say is that it's very personal. It's, uh, it is. It hits close to home. It does hit close to home for the both of us. For only Corey and I. And some other people. And, yeah. But specifically you and me. <laughs> Yes. I'm super It'll excited. be fun. It's going to be a lot yes. of fun. Yes. We got good stories picked out, uh, I think, anyway. I don't know what Chris's is. I'll work on it in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> He'll have it done two and a half days before we record. <laughs> so, thanks I think for, that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening to the whole thing. If you listen to the whole thing, yep. we're going to end this motherfucker right now. Yep. Tell your friends, and I uh, hope you had a good time. We'll see you guys on the next one. A couple weeks. Bye. Bye for now. Thank you.